This week, oh uh, hell yes, lacking. But now, now I'm looking at fucking going back to 24 hour fitness. That's sick. I go to 24 hour fitness, mine, but my my like closest gym, it's an abandoned post office. Oh wow, yeah, there's exposed brick. There's rebar everywhere. It's crazy. I mean, it's got to be great for cardio. And then you know, you really work on on other aspects of your body. Like rebar is a lot better for your uh your muscles than uh you know those fancy weights at the 24-hour fitness those hoity toity dumbbells get them out of here you know who needs all that okay I just, I just bench press a bunch of empty tito's bottles exactly who like i say who needs safety no plus you're scared you get a little bit of that adrenaline rush you get your heart racing a little more mm-hmm. you earn more calories cardio. yep part of the cardio uh, what, what's what's your go-to workout these days? What's what, what have you been getting uh, back into? I've been hitting these stairs in Oakland, um, the, the Cleveland Cascade by the lake in Oakland, and basically just hitting that and going up and down those three or four times is is pretty intense. Like it doesn't look like a lot until you get on your third time and your legs are literally about to cave in. Stairs are no joke. They fuck you up. Yeah, stairs will fuck you up yeah. going up and down. I'll jump on the I'll jump on the stairmaster at the gym. I mean, it's it's crazy. I'm sweating out of my shins. Oh, oh the stairmaster at the gym—that's torture. I I, I I stopped getting on that because I was just like, this is just torture. Because I could never. Because the thing about the stairmaster is stairs. See, like I walk upstairs all the time. This should be easy. Yeah. And then by the thirtieth flight, you're like, ah, I can't believe people do this. <laughs> How do you do this? I'm just crying or watching some fucking shitty music video on the TV. You right. can't hear it. The music well, is something else. Well, fuck yeah. You're an important guy. You're in a place to give people advice. What do you think is the uh, the best advice that you've given recently? The best advice I've given or given, I guess, uh, is trust people to be who they say they are. Holy shit. Um, it's kind of like a play on that whole, you know, when people show you who they are, believe them. For sure. But it's always, you know, you can just always trust people to do what, what they always do. So if someone's always reliable and always coming through for you, you always get that. And if somebody is unreliable and and, and not, then you'll always get that. So that way you're just never really disappointed by it. You're just like, okay. Absolutely. And that way, yeah. If someone is always that way, they're probably going to be that way for a lot of shit. Yeah, exactly. If you expect Joe Rogan types to say the word nigga, chances are you're right. No one, like the guy who's the fucking UFC announcer, no one could have thought he had good opinions. 
right? I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, he was on a show where he, he made people eat fucking, you know, a bunch of well, llama cum. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. And he was like, you want to be surprised that he believes in anti stuff because it's like, ah, he probably <laughs> thinks he ate enough shit on that show to be immune. He's like, you know what? I drank scorpion piss. I'm fine. <laughs> the guy's a goddamn maniac. Exactly. Exactly. And everyone's surprised. Like, oh, oh, he, I can't believe he said that. Really? You can't. He, he sells a thing called Alpha Brain. Yeah. It's like, a pill that makes you smart. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> Fuck reading those books. Fuck learning. Yeah. Just take this pill and ah, you're smarter than everybody else. You're smart just for taking the pill. Oh, for sure. Fuck, fuck an Audible account, all right? Just start hawking down Ritalin. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, baby meth. Go for the, the baby meth. Who ever needed Ken Burns, you know? Exactly. <laughs> Just fucking do do some DMT. Like, that's always been his advice. Like, do DMT and, like, get in a dark room. If I need advice on DMT, he is definitely the person that I would call. Like, I'd be like, yo, you guys want to do some DMT? And be like, oh, no, man, I've never done for her. Go- yo, you know Joe? Joe who? <laughs> Joe Rogan, the dude that, yeah, oh, you mean the buff meathead? Yeah, yeah, yes. he got me into DMT. I hit him up and asked him how much DMT to do. And yeah. everybody be like, oh, yeah, 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 Joe, Joe's the one. Yeah, because Joe is also the one that got me to uh, to drink the llama piss. Oh, for sure. I, I drank s- seven liters of cow urine. You know, you know, goat cum makes your skin tight. Joe told me this. I mean, come on. I mean, he also told me that you really technically don't have to let go of a firecracker after you light it. That's a myth that it'll blow your fingers off. Yeah. You know, hey, putting metal in a microwave so it explodes. That's just a lie propagated by the liberal media. Joe Rogan is basically what happened to those old, those cool older brothers that were still living at home with your friends when you were like 12. And you're oh, wondering, sure. whatever happened to Steve, man, he was really cool. He used to let us come down to his room and play his records and, and smoke his weed and look at his girly magazines. Yeah. <laughs> he's gotten really into kettlebells. He's into, he's, <laughs> what's that, uh, the, the, the horse tranquilizer one? Oh, the, like mesosectin or something. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the stuff. That sounds like stuff Joe Rogan sold to kids in high school back in the day. Yeah, no, it's it's great. Yeah, he's a he's a DMT guy. He's not like a social issues guy, and he's too rich. I don't know what's gonna happen. He still has all these people. People have his his face tattooed on their body, which well, is a weird about, level of fame. The problem about being rich and famous is it does create a sense of responsibility that you didn't have before. Like in Absolutely. in Eminem, being anonymous and being a nobody, you can literally say and do what you want, and people will brush it off or people will correct you in that moment and it's really no big deal but when Absolutely. you are that big um you definitely have it, it may not be the responsibility you want but it's the responsibility you kind of have to accept with the territory it's like you get the fame you get the money get all these other things but the one thing you get that you got to take is that responsibility or they'll take that fame and money away from you real fast absolutely I mean, he has people listening to every word he says no matter what yeah and that's how you get fucking psychopaths that's how you get school shooters. That's, I mean, fucking, uh, who was it? It was the, uh, it wasn't the son of Sam, or it was fucking um, Charles Manson. He listened to yeah. fucking the Beatles, 
And right? it came with a whole helter skelter fucking start a race war. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, it, it. I don't know if Joe Rogan is waiting for somebody to die from his advice or to <laughs> somebody to kill somebody because of something that he said or somebody said on the show. But it's like I get the whole freedom of speech thing, but I just don't understand why you don't understand that freedom of speech also comes with a responsibility of accountability Absolutely. and also the, the the chance of consequence. There's always a consequence for things you do. If you, you know, I put like this, if you feel like people are like, this is what I always tell the, 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 the free speechers. I feel like if you feel like something's going to make people mad and you have to preface it first by saying, Hey, this is probably going to make you mad. Chances are you're wrong. No, absolutely. And the, yeah, the more audience, the more responsibility you have, the more chance you have that's going to get fucked up. Exactly. Because information change, because especially, I mean, you know, especially in this age of the clip, because like mm-hmm. all I've seen in people defending him is other clips like they they say that those clips are out of context, but then they just show another clip that's out of context. It's like you got to show me the whole thing if you want to prove to me that he was. But you're going to take the part where you feel it's going to exonerate him and think that exonerates everything. And it's just like, you know, like I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm all for saying what the hell you want to say, but just be prepared. But like this, don't say nothing that you're not that you're not prepared to get hit in the mouth for. Absolutely. That's how I grew up. Because, yeah, I mean, hey, yeah, it's freedom of speech, but the people have a freedom of speech back of tell you how the fuck, you know, it makes them feel whatever. I, I think it's the rap music. When it comes, it's, it's the rock and roll. It's the rap music. Well, it's the rap music because back in the day, rappers used to make it was a very clear stance. Like, you know, you will get the shit slapped out of you. All right. Suck MCs, jump up to get beat down, all that stuff. We were very pro hands on approach to to uh, accountability. Yeah. Um, now the rappers are just talking crazy to each other and nobody's getting beat up. Um, like, I mean, they're shooting at each other. And honestly, I don't find that manly. I don't think you're a man because you go shoot at another rapper from a car. I think you're a man if you go up, kiss his neck and slice his throat. Now you're a man. Yeah. Uh, or if you yeah. leave, punch him in his face. Or whatever, but you know the the rap music has has failed us now. You, we need more uh, brawls, kind of like one on one, a ring, or just in the street, like outside. Of a club. Like this, when I was a kid growing up listening to rap music, Garris uh, One went to a PM Dawn concert and literally threw the lead singer off the stage. Fuck. Just because the lead singer says some shit in a magazine, so yeah. it's kind of like that type of accountability. You know, you, you know, I don't want you to die accountability. I don't want to kill you for your words. I just want you to know that your words have consequences of these hands. You said some dumb shit and you, 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 you know, you're going to catch some blows. Yeah, I don't believe in killing people over saying dumb shit. I believe that's just a little too far. I think that means yeah. you're really unstable. Now, for sure. Like, touching my kids, you're a dead man. But talking shit about them, I'm just going to slap shit out of you and let everybody know you don't say that. Don't Absolutely. talk about kids. You got two kids. What kind of advice do you give your kids? What do you think? Uh, one of the like you have a crowning jewel. of, hey, this is some of the best advice you'll ever get. Don't listen to me. Oh, damn. Watch what I do mm-hmm. because I am full of shit. But I am also I'm also reliable. I, you're a successful dude. You've been able to fucking create some really fucking cool shit, and you live how you want to live. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like you know, just you know, basically um, telling them. You know, that, you know, your dad is not the perfect example of an adult, but I'm the only adult you got. <laughs> so it will do for now. Mm-hmm. I hope my toxic traits will lead them to find a way less toxic way of living. And so this is the Hell Yeah podcast. And so we have people write in 
we have people asking for advice. Okay. And that's exactly what we're going to give them. It could be good okay. advice, it could be bad advice, whatever advice you got, we're going to give. All right, let's go. All right. Dear Hell Yeah Podcast, I have an upcoming test this Saturday, uh, drug test. Okay. I, I smoked a little joint Tuesday, and I've been clean before all this. I took a drug test last weekend at Quest, and I got a call today from my employer saying that the test did not go through because of lost paperwork. So... I got to retake it. I'm 200 pounds and since Tuesday, been drinking water just to get it on my system so I have a head start. My stress is shooting through the roof right now in that a lot of time, do I have enough time to get clean? You're good. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> You're fine. 200 pounds, one joint since Saturday. I guarantee you that shit's probably not going to show up. But here's the thing. Also, it uh, depends on where you work and what state you're in, because in California, they legally don't test for weed anymore. Yeah. And that's because it's medicinal. So if you're in a medicinal state, you're good. But um, I would say this. Um, find you a small child and just keep their piss on board. You know, keep the piss on deck. Uh, just have it on you. Get a little Capri yeah, you know, Sun. Fill it up. If you got friends with kids, you know, offer them fruit snacks for their pee. Uh, yeah. I mean, the way is it? They don't go directly to the kids and ask for the pee because then that's a little, you know. That's a little, you're going to have more questions. This is true, you know, because you know, then, you know, the kid will give you the pee and, you know. And, and then you have kids pee. No one knows where you got it. Yeah, and then a someone's kid peeing on you and they're like, uh, what kind of weird shit are you into? You're going to jail. Yeah, so, he's, and he's like, Joe Rogan told me to do this. He said it was going to be fine. So on this podcast, we give you advice with, with, you know, common sense, <laughs> yeah. which is get consent Ask the parents, offer them, you know, hey, look, I need this job. Uh, if you let me use your kids pee, when you come in, I will give you an extra scoop at Baskin Robbins. Yeah. Boom. We want a Fast and Furious DVD. I got you. Exactly. I mean, I guess also I'm wondering, like, what what kind of job are you are you really trying to get that you're this worried? Like, I mean, I don't feel like any job that drug test is really a job that you need to be stressing about getting. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's another thing. You kind of got to weigh the options of like how important the job is, how much you want the job and how much you want to, how much you like smoking weed. Exactly. Maybe that job at target is not for you. You know, maybe you weren't born to fold pants. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What do you think is the worst advice you've ever gotten? Mm, I think the worst advice I got was from my uncle who told me, Always introduce your wife to your side piece. <laughs> God, that's a weird introduction. Well, because he said if you introduce them, right, what happens is if you're out with your side piece and somebody sees you and he says, oh, I saw you, you such and such out with the woman. And then she'll say, what does the woman look like? Oh, she's like this. Oh, that's his work friend, Barbara. Or, oh, okay. you know, that's the lady that 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 does his hair. You know, they was probably going to get lunch after after his hair, <laughs> you know. Yeah, type of thing. You make it, you know, and 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 then I I tried it and it didn't work. So uh, so he wasn't like it, like he wasn't saying introduce him like, hey, hello, wife. This is my side piece. Yeah, this is this is this is a lady who parks my car at work. Exactly. Okay. Co-worker. Yeah. No, that that definitely can't end well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's that's steep decline for sure. We got another one here. Hacked subway account. Someone, uh, dear hell yeah, podcast. Someone got into my Subway account and bought $65 worth of food. They then had it delivered to the exact address according to my account. Is there anything I can do with that information? First of all, 
Who the f- Subway has cards? <laughs> I guess so. And and this guy has a lot of money tied to it. So I don't. Yeah. See, that's that's the dog even to understand that. So you have a gift card and you had a gift card and they ordered. I don't I don't understand. It, like, it kind of seems like a like it's a subway credit card. Almost. You know what, Jared? You're not fooling us, Jared. Jared, I no, do not be writing us no advice from prison, Jared. We don't Jared's want you to fill a gas on here. Go away, Jared. That's what it sounds like. The only person I can think I have a credit card from Subway is Jared. And they cut it off and he's like, this is some bullshit. Yes. No. Su- who is even going to Subway anymore? Their bread isn't even legally allowed to be called bread anymore. Really? I didn't know that, but I agree with that. It's, yeah, I guess the like the sugar content is too high. They're like, this is legally not considered bread. No, it's not. It can't be bread. It, it's like when you walk into a bakery and you smell bread being baked, you're like, mmm, that smells good. I want some of that. When you walk in the subway and you smell that bread and that warmer, you're like, who threw up in here and put it on the stove? This is yeah. disgusting. You know, Why does it, it smell like this? It's really most con- like compared to like an actual <laughs> subway. Pretty much. I mean, I would rather eat food in a New York subway than I would fucking from the subway station. It's absolutely terrible. You got uh, even the tuna. The tuna is not even allowed to be called tuna anymore. Oh, God. It's too much I, like horse meat in it or something. And the thing is, I used to try to think that eating the tuna there was healthier. Everyone did. No. Everyone thought Subway was healthy. Might as well smoke crack. <laughs> you might as well. Smoke a bunch of crack, do a riddling, ride a horse. You'll be better off. I would than eat go- uncooked Arby's before I eat Subway again. God, uncooked? Just Are you talking raw or just cold? Raw cold rb sandwich has been sitting out and counter for a day god damn dude you got the meats that's fucking they could have improved the food that would have helped like oh you know what let's focus on the food we focused on the sales pitch which this guy turns out he's a fucking monster well you know what let's refocus on what we're all here for the food guys yeah we all got in this game for the sandwiches we love making sandwiches and feeding people what happened how do we lose our way we got all this money. That's what happened. Now they're like, okay, we're going to go back to sandwiches. But they didn't do that. Instead, they got Michael Phelps. They just, let's, let's get a guy with a whole bunch of gold medals. Let's get a guy that's going to eat anything because he's fucking high. That's what they did. <laughs> he, has they, to, he has to eat, you know, fucking 70,000 yeah, calories a day. They went and got the guy who probably has a, a, a box, a, a locker full of hot Cheetos as well. I'm pretty sure... Michael Phelps drink for a loco too. Cause I mean, it, it, he's a stoner. So, you know, I don't trust his food palate. I saw a guy um, drinking a steel reserve and eating a giant tube, a ho-hos, Michael Phelps. I care about life. I'm like, who, who is this guy? What are you doing in Best Buy? Yeah. That's the guy that you look out for who like, if, if he starts screaming, you get the hell out of there. He's probably got a gut. <laughs> he's absolutely nuts. We got another one. Dear Hell Yeah Podcast. Someone I knew from high school asked me to go meet and catch up. And we knew each other, but we weren't particularly friends. I haven't spoken to them since I left high school. That's mostly because I wanted to leave high school behind. It wasn't the greatest experience for me. And right now I'm in a good place. And so I want to keep high school in the past. But I feel bad. Because they're a nice person, but I don't want to do this. What do I do? 
Uh, well, you know, follow your heart. I mean, you got, I mean, here's the thing. You got to remember people from high school may have changed. And some of the people like I realized that I didn't hang out in high school, I do actually hang out with now. And I realized, oh, you were actually pretty cool. Uh, and maybe we just didn't hang in the same groups or whatever. That doesn't mean we were enemies. I guess it's people I don't fucking like from high school. I'd be Absolutely. Like, I, I, I'd rather eat shit than fucking hang out with you. But uh, you have to weigh and evaluate, you know, what it is. Also, look at what they do for a living. Get on the Instagram. If it says Bitcoin anything, it's they trying to get you in some pyramid scheme and they think that you dumb, you know, um, or it could be somebody that, you know, you know, didn't want to fuck you back in high school because you wasn't attractive. And now they're like, yo, you're attractive. I'll fuck you. Yeah. Um, you've been doing some stairs. What's going on? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Is this a male or a female? But, uh, you know, if it's a dude, uh, you're a little late, homie. Don't do that. Don't don't be that guy that just ignored this woman all the way through high school because she was a little chubby and ugly. And now she's got a little curve to her swerve and you want to talk to her. Yeah. Don't do that. And man, and if it's a lady, ma'am, shoot your motherfucking shit. <laughs> your turn and show time. Show that motherfucker how what he missed out on. And if it's a girl, if it's a gay thing, whatever. I don't know how to speak upon that because that's not my forte, but I'd be real. Just get yours. But at the same time, don't be a creep. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, also, I don't know. You just got to evaluate. You know, this person was, 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 did you ever speak to them? Because there's some people that like, I never remember talking to or speaking to me or seeing yeah. in high school. And they, they're like, I went to high school, Jim. Like, oh. like oh, are you trying to set me up for a murder right now? What's going right, on? Right, right, right. Meet like, them in a public place. Yeah, yeah. Let's not meet behind the Walmarts at eleven thirty. Yeah, yeah. Remember, this is COVID too. So, like, I don't know you like that. Yeah. About COVID from some high schooler. Okay. You know, you can't swap spit like that. Come on. Yeah, you know, it's a tight circle. Keep your circle so tight it's a period. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the the best advice that you've got? Best advice that I got is uh. If you're going to be a monkey, be a gorilla. It's like, if you're going to do something, go all the way out. You know, don't half-ass shit. Okay, okay, hell yeah. Yeah. That's important. Oh, you got a mic now? Okay, well, I've had a mic. It's been sitting here. I have a Yeti, and I thought it was plugged up, and it was on mute the whole time. I was like, oh. why is it not working? So now I, it's going to sound weird for the podcast. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. All of a sudden, the sound got better. You're coming in like a fucking angel now. Holy I know, shit. Right? It's, it's amazing, right? It's like I was blind, but now I can see. The best advice I can give somebody is always make sure your mic is on. <laughs> you know, there's, there's been at least five podcasts that we've done the entire podcast, and then none of it is recorded. I never press the oh, on switch. Gotcha. I've done that too. So, dear Hell Yeah Podcast, my friends like to watch these really, really heavy, violent, and intense shows and I really don't like him. My roommate, who's pretty much my best friend and his significant other, really like to watch these intense shows with violence and gore and dreadful things. I personally find them awful. And I really can't stand them. A different group of friends pressured me into watching Midsummer when it came out, and I felt generally disturbed and ill for about a week afterwards. I sometimes feel ashamed and weak about my aversion to gore. I even try to watch them on my own to desensitize myself to it. But I always chicken out because it's too much. 
And I've mentioned it to them, but every time the significant other comes over, they just sit and watch these awful things and leave it to me to decide whether I want to watch or just go to my room and keep myself busy. I feel excluded because they literally don't do anything else. It is so frustrating. Okay, I got a perfect, perfect fix for this. This is actually the perfect fix. This is a roommate situation. Uh, what you do is next time you watch their show and you say, hey, can I watch something next? And you put on porn, the grossest, nastiest fucking porn that you can think of. And you say, no, watching this. This is what I want to watch. Yeah. And watch and watch Triple DP. These yeah. are my shows. We're watching fucking yeah. Joe Rogan narrate Two or, Girls, One Cup. Or if you're not that bold, you can go back and start watching uh, the old CBS lineup like Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. That'll make your roommates hate you. Um, you know, those old CBS Murder, She Wrote. Mm-hmm. You know, well, not Murder, She Wrote. That's kind of lit. Um, but, you know, 60 Minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some real dry. You know, watch make them watch stuff that tortures them. You know, oh, get the Hallmark Channel. Everything on that channel sucks. It <laughs> all sucks. Some of the worst movies you've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, get BET. That also has a lot of shitbag movies. I watched a movie in the Hallmark Channel. It was forty minutes of a man having a conversation with the barista about the love of his life. Yeah. Forty yeah, minutes. It's all the same movie. It's all the same movie. Oh, Chris, the Christmas ones are the best. It's like <laughs> all you know, love Christmas, Christmas love, falling in love for Christmas. Surprise! It's Christmas love. You know, I mean, it's it's crazy. So you know, the Hallmark Channel really is. It's a card company, a company that made cards, and they got way too cocky. They got way too yeah. much money. They're like, well, we we do great at three sentences. What about yeah. a screenplay? Yeah, I mean, what it is, it's like you can either fight fire with fire, which is porn, or you can fight fire with water, which is making them watch the worst TV you could think of. Um, <laughs> you know. Also, I think a little bit of this, like, so he, so his 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 roommate brings over his girlfriend, and they're watching TV, and this guy kind of is third wheeling. Yeah, and it's another thing, like, you know what, fam, go get a TV. You got a computer, a laptop. You can watch Netflix in your room. Yeah. You don't have to like if this is your best friend and his lady come over. I think they might be doing that just to let you know we kind of want this time alone. Now you yeah, say, yeah you kind of third wheeling it. Now think about it. Like you know, I get it, y'all roommates, and that's your mm-hmm. space, that's your living space. Maybe say, hey, if you guys are gonna watch that, can you watch it in your room? You know, Absolutely. or like I mean, because I don't really know which house. Out here only, well, okay, I only have one TV in my house, but that's because I live by myself and my kids come here and yeah. I really want to spend time with them. So I, I let them watch what they want to watch. So I watch TV with them. You don't have a roommate that's trying to watch fucking. Exactly. If I had a roommate, I would literally have my TV in my room. The living room might not have a TV just because I'm like, no, nah, that's my TV. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and if you want to get a TV for a living, we can get one or you can bring one in. You can have it. And that's, your, you know, but if it's in a common space, everybody gets to use it. And it just feels like, you know, you're torturing yourself. Absolutely. He could you're go fucking like, play Nintendo Switch in his fucking room by himself, you know. Right. You can go get some other friends. Go to their house and watch what you want to watch. Like, yeah. get the fuck out. Go for a walk. Like, why are you double dependent on this person for their TV? Life? Absolutely. You want to watch a Ken Burns documentary? Go somewhere else. Go watch a Ken's Bird documentary. Yeah, I mean, honestly, no offense, you sound like a bitch, but I mean, 
I'm not trying to clown or, or, or come aggressive. I just feel like, you know, you know, at some point, if I was your friend, I'd be like, bro, you, 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 you need to get some pussy. You need to get you a girlfriend or something or boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. You know, just, just, this is my time with my girl and we like to watch these shows. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you can have the TV when we're done. We'll Absolutely. And act like a bitch about it. Yeah. That's, I think it's fair. I think, yeah, you can kind of go. Maybe do something else. You don't always have to be there. You don't always have to watch them. Yeah, yeah you don't have to watch anything. Yeah, I get it. I get it. All right, we got another one coming right at you. Dear Hell Yeah Podcast, my mother-in-law just called to say that I used to be so pretty when we first met when I was 23. Now I look tired. Uh, now I'm 36. Not sure how to react. Yeah, tell her your son's a fucking pain in the ass <laughs> fuck I'm married into your family like yeah you don't look too young either bitch like what the fuck the fuck is like also um, have you ever heard of this thing called the aging process ho what happens is when you're younger you look different than you do when you're older I may sure. not look as young and as vibrant as I did but guess what I've been putting up with your fucking kid you <laughs> fucking did with raising two you. of your grandkids you dropped your fucking child off on me. He doesn't wash dishes. He still has skin marks in his drawers. And oh yeah, bitch, I haven't had an orgasm from him in what? <laughs> Ten years? So guess what? I look a little old. Maybe if he can make me bust a little nut or something, yeah. you know, then guess what? I might look younger. This is Maybe I'd have a little glow about me. Right? This is all backed up orgasms, bitch. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Why are you in my why are you in my face? Yeah, now I look like the, the witch from Hansel and Gretel, because your son can't make me doesn't eat me out. Right? What the fuck are you talking about? There seems to be a lot of unresolved issues. I'm guessing this isn't the first shitty thing encounter she's had with the mother-in-law. It's one of those times where we have to break these stigmas thinking that you have to be nice to your mother-in-law because she's the parent of your of significant other life. Uh-uh, bitch. I'm not your child. You will not talk to me any old kind of fucking way. I have given you the respect of being his mother because mm-hmm. that's what you get from me as a respectable adult. But you will not sit up in here and talk about my looks based on the fact that I've gotten older and your son doesn't fucking know how to put the goddamn toilet seat down. So don't fuck with me. Yeah. No, it's a big communication thing. Set the boundary, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Put put a bitch in check if the right. bitch needs to put in check. Right? Don't wait till you get to pick her old folks home. Do it before <laughs> then. Uh, dear Hell Yeah Podcast, how do I tell my anti-vax family I got my vaccine? I live with my parents and they are strongly anti-vax to the extreme level, believing that 5G will activate a chip in the shot type of anti-vax. I got the shot last year without them knowing, but I'm tired of sneaking around and try to go out. Can you guys think of any advice to tell my parents that I got the shot? I don't know. It seems like this is a, I don't know. How do you tell your parents you, you're saving your life? <laughs> like I'm doing what's <laughs> best for me. Uh, I, I guess, I guess you just tell them, look, y'all, Y'all stank. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how you. Yeah, I, I think I, I think with, with those people, I think those kind of I bet those people love personal freedom, like like they, they get to do whatever they want to do kind of people. Like, I'm sorry. Like, OK, 
can they not be vaxxed or like like first of all if you're vaxxed and you're living with them you need to just get the fuck out of there like that yeah like how old are you living with your anti-vax parents like you know, we don't know it could be it could be because what 16 i don't know are they giving vaccines at any age i don't know how what's that's what i'm thinking are you underage and you don't know how to tell your parents that you got vaxxed because like i feel like you should just tell them look i got yeah. vaxxed yeah. I don't think there should be any shame in that. So, um, mom, dad, uh, last summer I was I participated in the homicide. Uh, we killed three people, chopped yeah. their bodies up. They just found a body. I'm going to be charged, and you know I'm just I just want you guys to know. And then they're going to be like, "Hi, oh, guy, what the fuck?" You're like, "Okay, look, calm down, calm down. That's not true, mm-hmm. but I am vaccinated. So see, and and you know." Yeah. The shock. It got you spike through adrenaline, and they got to bring them down to a little, little something less. It's like, it's like, oh god, you're only vaccinated. Oh, my god. I don't agree with that, but jeez. Ah, we got, we got another, we got another question here. Dear okay. Hell Yeah Podcast, my boyfriend, 26, is obsessed with TikTok, and I feel like it gets in the way of our relationship. And it's, it's not that I particularly care what he's watching online but it's the amount i see him quite often like a couple times a week as he lives so close but one thing that really frustrates me is the amount of time he spends aimlessly scrolling on his phone for instance we watch a film he's scrolling on tiktok go for a smoke he's watching tiktok in bed together he's watching tiktok now don't get me wrong. We have a happy and healthy relationship, but I've tried to bring this up with him in the past, and he gets quite defensive, saying things like, well, you use TikTok too, but not really when I'm around him. I find it's something I scroll on a little when I'm bored on my own. I'm struggling with how to approach this as it's making our time together quite boring. He works quite far away from home, so I understand when he gets home, he just wants to relax. But part of me wants to be like, why invite me over at all if you're barely going to acknowledge me? Does anyone have any suggestions to help? Right. That's definitely a woman writing this. She put everything there like, oh, my God. Like, Mm -hmm. the way she frames it, I hate this motherfucker. (laughs) But I can say that in this age of digital addiction and digital... uh, uh, distraction it's I mean yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's I believe he has a digital addiction to TikTok so it's not necessarily that he's doing this on purpose it's just that the reward sensor in his brain needs that that, that oh, for sure whatever he gets out of TikTok the algorithm um, is nuts it can keep yeah, it she didn't say he's hours. making TikTok she said he's just watching TikTok I can understand if he's making TikToks and you might be involved and it's a different thing yeah um I think the, the real advice I would give you is to say, um, definitely maybe ask him to watch it with you. Like, you know, what are you watching on TikTok? Oh, I like that one. Or, you know, do it together. Mm-hmm. Um, ask him to make TikToks with you. For sure. Uh, you know, really kind of like figure out what is, what get, what things he, he uh, that he likes to do outside of TikTok. Like, honestly, go on excursions where TikTok is not an option. You know, like walking yeah. You know, go somewhere, take a go hike. Go on a hike. You know, where neither one of you can use your phone and then yeah. just kind of make that happen. Now, my my evil advice <laughs> um, is to say cheat. Um, 
and then you know, if he's not looking, he's not looking. Put it on TikTok and let him find out that way, or <laughs> be a devastating way. It's like I I cheat on my boyfriend. That'd get him off TikTok. TikTok. That'd get him off TikTok if he sees somebody busting you open from the back, and he's like, oh yeah. He'll never be on there again. He'll be more. He'll he'll revert back to Facebook. Yeah, you know, go. Facebook is so. Facebook is for the senior citizens now. It's like the forty and up club love Facebook because yeah. it's like easy, it's simple, ain't got to do all no filters and all that shit. Just scroll and talk to people and argue. It's, it's 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 a great forum to fight people. Yeah, it's like people come in the comment section with the with the with the with the, with the uh, like they ready to go already. They like you know, you could be like, hey, it's a beautiful sunny day. The fuck you mean it's sunny. <laughs> Get the fuck out of with that bullshit. I mean, like just the because uh, of the, the Bay Area Comedy Network, which is a Facebook group for comedians in the Bay Area who all have, you know, a similar goal and a similar life. And they have a lot of things in common. Mm-hmm. I mean, the amount of bullshit and fighting that goes on in the comments is unreal. Yeah. War, Facebook wars are the are the are entertainment now. Like, you know, here's the thing. I actually I last year in 2021. I spent a total of seven months in Facebook jail uh, with seven 30-day bans at different points in the year. Um, What'd you do? What what, what got you thrown in, 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 in the Facebook pen? Whatever, you know, just saying some Like, I don't have a filter on my tongue. You know, they have those algorithms that pick up on words. So it's like, if I say, shut the fuck up, that's yeah. bullying. That's ah. considered a bullying or, or a threat. That's because, pretty light. So, yeah, like that's literally like, like I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like white people, that was a big one because so I've had to come up with so many clever ways to spell white people. Like, my, oh. like why is white people like this? Is like, because check the algorithm. Like, so instead of Chris, white people to do I have the I perfect, I have the perfect list for you. I have a list of, of, I came across it. It's a perfect name for white people. What but, is it? Well, here's the thing, because none of the slurs really work. White people aren't really offended by their slurs. They they pick and choose when they want to be offended by their slurs. But this could be good to slide it underneath the uh, the algorithm. So it okay. starts off. I'll just rattle them off. Cauliflower pigeons, mayo sapiens, crystal methafen- <laughs> crystal meth powdered iguanas, napkin Americans, cocaine crawlers, the unseasoned ones, I garlic gums. Milk monsters. Wait, 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 napkin people. That was a good one. Napkin Americans is Napkin Americans. Pilgrim Nap- patch kids. Chalk walkers. Pasty pops. Dried glue residue. Mm. Alabaster geckos. Oh, wow. Ghostly aardvark. Parchment paper platoon. Peeled <laughs> potato. Untitled document. Bleach bandit. Flower flea. Flower ranger. Bar cloth and Crystal Columbus. Crystal Columbus. We had, I mean, there was one of these called. It was Clear People. <laughs> that was that was my my boys and his clears. So I mean, it's it's so many, but like I said, it's like I I just gotta find one of those slurs that really just get me kicked off Facebook forever. <laughs> That's one just of- like, it's just like it's. But there is none. There is no slur for white people that really just make them all go like, like 
how dare that? You know, because, you know, when you're on top, slurs don't really hurt affect you the same way. It's the privilege. You know, we've had we've had so much shit for so long. It's been going so well. Yeah. I feel like racist is the the most slurish thing I could say to a white person because that's literally like that's the one that sets it off. Yeah. Racist. You know, and then you get the diatribe of what makes them not racist. Absolutely. And I mean, that because that's probably it's probably the most dangerous thing for a white person to be called at the moment because it loses it, it's the most popular thing. You know, you fucking Joe Rogan, anyone you can take, yeah. you can take someone down. Yeah, I mean, you can totally just that's crazy how a white person's scared about losing their job over being a racist, but everybody else is scared about losing their life from racist. That's crazy. <laughs> like, oh, man, like, I'm yeah. sorry about your job, but you know, yeah, there's, uh, brother, there's you know, kind of lives being yeah. lost here. I mean, yeah, it's and it's it's funny. It's it's funny. It's funny because it's sad. <laughs> it's it's a big difference of of seriousness and life. But it's well, Chris. I want to thank you for coming on. And I got one more question. What okay. advice would you give me, Michael Nordstrom? Mm-hmm. It could be it, it, life advice. It could be comedy advice. Whatever advice you have to give Michael Nordstrom. Figure out. I, the one thing I've always wondered is, and this is like something you should do, find out if you're connected to the Nordstrom store family. I don't know if that is a family because, I, you know, the Nordstrom rack, that could be yours. You know, Do I look? Do I dress like I should get well, a discount I mean, at Nordstrom's? Owning the store doesn't mean, but if you if you're yeah. part of the store, you're like, hey, family, um, yeah. I know I'm late in the game. Instead of giving me money, just give me control of Nordstrom racks. Yeah, and then boom, you got clothes. Guess, ass. guess what? We're selling only vintage Wrangler shirts from now on. Hey, it's your store, your Nordstrom. That's good fucking advice, Chris. You want to tank it? It's your Fuck business. It. I'll put it right into the ground. Take what they built, right. ruin it. Ruin it. Kill Learn it everything. All. I mean, you probably won't. It would be. It'd probably still do good in New Mexico, and For uh, sure. you know, like Idaho and and, and yeah. parts of parts of Oregon and Washington State. Pe- so people you, you who sell turquoise. Completely tank it, but nationwide, no. I don't think when she gets back east, I'm kind of like, eh? yeah. No, it's people who buy Wrangler shirts are like the same people who get married at the shooting range, and. Yeah. I think Reno is is a lot fancier than Vegas. Like, oh, for sure. You know, Reno, love Reno. You know, like it's yeah, it's the little, it's the littlest, biggest city, and it and it fills yeah. the big hole in my chest. Yeah, exactly, because it's also easier to get meth. So yeah. oh, it's everywhere, dude. Yeah. If you want to see a man take a shit on the street into a plastic glove while doing crack. Reno's the place to be. Yeah. See, they, they, they learned that skill in San Francisco, and then they perfect it in Reno and make money off of it. Yeah. It's just, you know, San Francisco, it's definitely like it's it's a, a breeding ground. It's kind of a training. And then you make yeah. it to the big leagues. In Reno. You go into Reno. You're in Vegas, baby. And the next thing you know, and then you know, you'll fizzle out, and you end up in Sparks, Nevada. Ooh. That's rough. That's rough. But Chris, uh, fuck it. Th- so much for coming on. Thanks for coming on. Tell the people, where can they find you? What are you doing? 
Uh, you guys can find me on the IG at Chris Riggins Comedy. Come check me out. I have all the informational stuff I do. Um, I have an album coming out next month on March 4th on Blonde Medicine. Uh, we're doing pre-sale. Pre, uh, pre-orders go on sale tonight at midnight. Hell so yeah. uh, make sure that you check that out. Uh, so yeah. Um, Fuck yeah. Do that. Brother. Chris, thanks so much for coming on. This is the Hell Yeah Podcast. What, what, what? Thank you. Uh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. What? Hell yeah. Can I get a hell yeah? Can I get a hell yeah? What? What? Uh, hell yeah, hell yeah, what? Hell yeah, hell yeah. And I know it ain't right, and I know it ain't right, and I know you shouldn't take this advice, but make sure you're really drunk when you're driving. Walk on some glass with no shoes on and don't pay for your meal. Dining dash. You better not ask me for no advice because I'm gonna tell you.